0: Hello, everybody. We are Matt and Kevin, and welcome to Season 3 of the Believe Overwatch League Podcast from the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Please like, rate, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us on all social media at Believe in
1: O-W-L and at Believe.com. This week we discuss the summer showdown, the new Ana skin, and the investigation on the Overwatch League.
0: Hello, hello, everybody. Hope you're having a just this great July, this great summer. We are in the middle of the summer showdown, so you know it's actually summer already. Even though the weather in California has been kind of weird about it. Um, how you been, Kevin?
1: How is your? I've been pretty good. Day. Yeah, uh Independence Day, ooh, 4th of July. Um we didn't do much. Uh <laughs> everybody all of my friends were not available on 4th of July. They were either working on an event or uh just didn't want to go outside. So I invited them the day afterwards uh on July 5th and we we all hung out on the 5th. Um hit up hit up the arcades. I have to recalibrate my headset. That's something that I had to do. Uh, this weekend in order to add more songs to beat saber and VR. So that was, uh, something that took me a little bit of time to get used to again. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, I'm planning a vacation actually. Ooh. Um, I'm heading down your way, buddy. Oh, you are. Um, yes. I'm going to the, the happiest place on earth for a couple <sighs> days. Um, so yeah, I, I will be, I will be down there. Um, because my my family wanted to go really badly, so <laughs> uh, I was like, "Okay, yeah, I can I can walk around for a little bit." Um, I don't know if the the quarantine shape helps at all. It definitely doesn't. Mm. Um, but I will definitely be able to eat some of the food that was on the hit list last time that I may not have gotten to this time.
0: Okay, what is what's on your hit list?
1: So. I wanna go check out the Star Wars land, you know. Um of course, of course. I wanna I see what milk. yeah, I gotta see, you know, the blue milk. I'm lactose intolerant, but I will do it. Oof. Um don't I it won't stop me. Um I wanna see what drinks they have there too, because apparently it's also the second place in Disneyland itself that could actually serve alcohol. So I wanna see what other drinks they have at the bar. Um I know last time. Uh, I tried the gray stuff, and oh, it was. The, it's is it delicious? It's it's actually pretty good. It's really it's really difficult to like describe because like last time we had it, it's like having like a like a moose almost. It's like a gray moose that's on top of a uh, like a red velvet cake.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it took my brain like a couple seconds to be like, this is food. This is not just. <laughs> Like you know, a dollop of, you know, liquefied like iron. Like mm-hmm. you could actually eat this. Um, and then on the other side, the California Venture side, they have the whole new Avengers Campus thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, I have to just opened up. Yeah, I have to try out. Apparently, there's uh Hank Pym's uh, test kitchen. So, Ooh. we'll see if there's any like park exclusive food that comes out of there um i know that one of them that was really funny that i had last time that i probably will get again um if you go to Carsland, there's the cozy cone right um if what you've
0: that i've also never been to california adventure i've only ever been to like disneyland proper so oh, okay. i have no idea what the other park is like we,
1: we gotta yeah, we <laughs> some someday you gotta go to that side um But there is is what
0: people told me. There's
1: a lot more thrill rides on that side. Um, I
0: remember when it first came out, like there was there used to be nothing there, like early 2000s. Yeah. And then people like, oh, it's not worth it. But now people like, oh, my God, it's so much better. So,
1: yeah, it's way better. Adventure. Yeah. It used to just be like, oh, there was a water ride. There was a California like soaring over California ride. And that was it. Um, And the monorail kind of passes through there um but they added a pier, so there's actually like a really solid like uh there's a new roller coaster um they have the you know the tower of terror thing that's now, now guardians, of guardians of the galaxy why did yeah. they
0: change it really uh, uh
1: they, marvel uh they're God like we gotta, you, we, gotta, we gotta do it God um damn you it, it didn't it didn't need to happen um but yeah, it's it was California
0: adventure for a reason. What is California about space?
1: Yeah. Um plus you get the whole Avengers campus now. So please change right? it back to the Twilight zone. So please uh I'd be I'd be 100% down. Um I am not a fan by the way of like the up and down thrill rides. Um mm. I think I literally like I literally panic on those rides. Um but the roller coasters I'm fine with. Like I I don't know why. That's that's a thing, but um yeah. And uh, otherwise i'm like going around i'm gonna try as many of the foods that are exclusive to the park as possible uh-huh um and yeah going back to the cozy cone one it's like if you took a pita bread and turned it into a cone right oh and then you put mac and cheese in it in the cone and it has like bacon and like oh. other stuff in it so when you're done eating the mac and cheese you eat the cone
0: Oh my god!
1: So I was like, "Yeah, I I want to I want to try that again." Um, I don't remember if it was good or not. So I will give you a full synopsis when I get back. Very rich as a food. Yeah, and we'll we'll see how far I can walk
0: <laughs> after that. Um, <laughs> see, for me, like what I remember from Disneyland food is I had the the soft serve dole pineapple thing.
1: Oh yeah, those things are good. Else. Like
0: I tried making it once at home. It didn't turn out as well as I would have liked, but like it was, it was passable. Mm-hmm. And then I had um, the the clam chowder in a bread bowl. Mm-hmm. And I think next to Big Thunder Mountain, there's like a, um, it's like a Mexican restaurant. And then I had their like chicken there and it's, it's pretty much like El Pollo Loco. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for those of you who are not from America, El Pollo Loco is like Mexican flame grilled ch- like citrus sea chicken. It's it's really good, Um, it's like, it's not like peak fast food, but it's like if you're if you're craving like a little bit healthier and and like have a little like south of the border kick to it, you go to El Pollo Loco. Um, The the Disneyland version is just an expensive and overhyped version of that. But like compared to some of the other options that were there we, that my group was feeling at the day, like we felt that the, the, the knockoff El Pollo Loco was pretty good.
1: yeah. And I definitely like the restaurants that they have around there. Um, the I have like a love hate relationship with Disneyland. By the way, it's um, I love it because it's like that's childhood for me. Like uh-huh, right. you, you get to enjoy everything. Um, I'm scarred by it because I remember this is like a very specific memory. But my math teacher was ace was a Disney file. Oh, um, and for one of the tests, we started learning about like coordinates and like grids and like, how long it, like, time passed and stuff like that. But uh, the final for that test was she projected a map of Disneyland and put a grid map over it. And then they gave us quizzes of, like, from a certain point to another point on the map, how long will it take you if you run at this speed? Right? Oh. And I was like, bro, <laughs> like, why do I need to know this? Um but because of that, like, it, it's a good thing and a bad thing. It's good because, like, now whenever I'm in Disneyland, like, if somebody tells me, like, oh, hey, where's the closest restroom? I'm like, "It's it depends on how fast you walk. No, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, like, where certain restroom spots are because they're on the map. The only downside of it now is, like, whenever I look at a map of Disneyland, I think of it as a grid. And I can't be like, oh, it's in this part, X, Y, or Z. For life. It's just, like, yeah, it's going to take you like two or three minutes to get there, depending on how quickly you walk. Uh, but yeah, it's it's nice in that fact that I can like help people navigate the land. But at the same time, it's like it, it took away all of the fun magic stuff that comes with it. So, um, yeah, I don't what I don't understand is like the people
0: who are there literally every weekend. Like, if you get the annual pass, I get it. You want to make it worth it. But, like, every weekend, like, I had friends in college who, like, their entire personality was Disneyland. That's, like, the one thing anybody knew about them. And it's the one thing they talked about. It's, like, I get it. We we all like Disneyland. But, like, is there something else you're passionate about that I can talk to you about? Because I haven't been to Disneyland in, like, 10 years. So... Uh, (laughs) And it's like also like what is it the 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 special club that you can get into you, you know what club I'm talking 33? about? 33? Yeah, yeah. It's like I know people who've been like on the list for for a decade or a decade or something to try to get into that.
1: Yeah, like, I, he, I was lucky special enough perks right to on, in the park. No, you only get to go in that club. That's like oh. the big. That's the perk. Um, that's the the perk. The perk. So the the thing about it is, my mom. My mom's co-worker's dad was the chef there, so what? we got we got in once, and I I was like, we're we're getting to go into Club Thirty Three, um. Which, if you guys want to know where it's like located, if you get off of Pirates of the Caribbean, it's on the left side of it. It's like um, up a flight of stairs, right? It's up a flight of stairs, um. But it was really interesting to be in that room. It is a stupidly expensive meal, like. <laughs> It's like the rich, fancy person kind of meal. So, like, it's like a is cheeseburger. Is it
0: expensive on itself, or is it like
1: Disney expensive? Uh, it, it's like, I don't know where. I mean, because like you're going to meal... Disneyland knowing
0: you're going to go come out broke. So, like, yeah. is it average person broke, or is it like even for Disneyland, I'm going broke for this? It,
1: it's like you're you're going broke for Disneyland kind of crazy money. Oh. Um, it was like, I think it was like $110 per person. Oh. And like it was insane. Um, but like that it's a it's a full meal, but the main part of it was the history that's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, like th- that was where you know Walt Disney himself stayed um when he was in Disneyland. Um he had a very weird setup in there too. So like <laughs> um it-, it was super weird. Okay, so like when you walk in, there are birds like around the place, like in the club, there are, like, animatronic birds, okay? And they kind of sit over every doorway. And at first, you're like, okay, this is kind of, this is weird. But what used to happen is when, um, when Walt Disney got older, um, he didn't want to miss out on the party. So apparently, he hooked up speakers into each of the birds so that he can talk from his bed and still be a part of the conversation what yeah it was (laughs) it was kind of weird um but yeah it it was an experience i would definitely recommend like everybody try it once um if you can um but it's definitely something that's very rare um and Mm. i i don't if you're i feel like if you're a disney file like it's worth going because you're like oh this has got a lot of history in it but like i would like even as a celebrity i don't know if i would go in there all the time um nor could i afford to go in there every time so um yeah it it was it was an interesting experience um but it was originally the only place in disneyland where you could get alcohol but uh now with the new star wars land you can you can get it there too apparently so uh boozy yeah that's gonna be yeah i don't know if the milk is boozy but we'll find out how, how about you matt how was your fourth of july and uh do you have any plans for the week um so for fourth of july i decided like for the first time in a long
0: time i was just not gonna do anything so i mean like i, I ran errands in the morning, like my sister wanted to go to the swap meet. So we went there and um, we got some Pokemon cards. Um, and I picked up, Oh, I picked up borderlands for the switch. So I I've been, I've been noodling around on that. Um, but no, I, I did, I did nothing on the 4th of July and it was fantastic because like just with all the projects that I'm doing, I, like, pretty much will work for at least a couple hours. Not, not like, a full eight-hour day every day, but, like, at least for a couple hours every day, I'll work on something. So it was, like, the first time that I've, like, not done work on anything. And, like, aside from from playing Borderlands, I started on, on the 4th, I started playing um Village for a little bit. And it, it's very eerie. It's not as, nearly as bad as um the first couple hours of Resident Evil 7. I think Biohazard is that Biohazard. one. Biohazard? It's not nearly as bad as the first couple like the first like 3 hours of or so of, of biohazard it's like I'm scared. I'm very scared. I know this is not real but I am very scared and like village it's like okay this is creepy but like I'm okay. I can I can do this pretty easily. Um so I, I've been noodling around on both of those games. Um what else has happened to me? Oh, yesterday was our first in person um the first in person rehearsal I've been to for anything since pandemic hit so it was like our first my first rehearsal that i was attending for pride and prejudice i'm not a a big character i'm just like soldier and we had to learn like some a dance to do that we're doing in like one of the ball scenes so i did that yesterday um my internet has still been like kicking me out of of overwatch so i've been like I, i had to get my placements done so i've been like crossing my fingers every single time i got into a a comp match that it doesn't kick me out and if it does like I have to I just hop back in really quickly and surprisingly I even with that I won like four out of my five placements so Not not too upset about that it's just I would really like it if Time Warner internet did not suck and did not just kick me out. Um, and this is like a, I I don't I still don't know why it started doing that because like we've had the same internet for a little bit and it's just only recently been doing that. Um, what else what else has happened to me. Oh yeah, the girl I was—I was kind of seeing—is like, oh, we should just be friends. So, yeah, that happened again. it's like—it's like every single time I get to like the third date, and then it's either it goes at either goes farther or that's where it ends. So, yeah, that's that's my life in a nutshell right now.
1: Well, video games won't leave you, so yeah, video games
0: won't leave me unless they have to play in the internet, in which Time Warner Cable. Is oh, like yeah. the angry, jealous stepmother that says, "No, you may not see my daughter." And it's like, <laughs> "Oh, okay, I, I guess I have to go on like a Disney quest to like slay the evil stepmother." So, um, if, if I have to go on a quest to slay Time Warner Internet,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're the um, they're the angry angry father who doesn't approve of their daughter dating people. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to buy the oh, DLC man. in order to yeah. get that. <laughs>
0: Have you been trying to get a PS5 or, or an Xbox at all? I've been trying and it's like I get so close I'll get to like the checkout uh, on the websites and I'll be like trying to like click checkout to purchase and they'll be like "Up, oh, sorry you were like a half a second too slow clicking and someone else bought the last of them I'm like god damn it
1: I haven't been hunting for them Uh it's more like I would like to have them but I think that they're going to do another like like typical PS5 stuff and like PlayStation stuff, they'll have their first release and then everybody will buy it up and then they'll be like, Oh, we fixed some things with the old one and it's cheaper. Uh, and I'll be like, Okay, I'll buy that one. Um, yeah. so that, that's what I'm waiting on. I'm waiting on the, the PS5 Pro or whatever. Um, and also on that topic, they had the um, the Switch oh,
0: yeah. uh, OLED
1: announcement. Um, I remember somebody posting that in my Discord, "Tell us more and Kevin, tell us more." Yeah, we were discussing this. It was kind of kind of a weird thing. So, um, there's a Nintendo Switch OLED model uh, coming out on October 8th of this year. Um, we were trying to figure out what changed. Uh, we watched the trailer for it. It's like a quick 2-minute trailer, but um All they said is like, oh, yeah, the display on it is is better. And I'm like, but what about the processing and the graphics and stuff like that? And they're like, oh, yeah, we didn't change any of that.
0: Uh, And I'm like, also no address of controller drift.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's cool that they have a better stand for it. Like, it's not gonna, it's not that little dinky, like one notch stand thing, but it actually will sit up on its own um yeah so there's no discussion on drift or anything um if this actually makes things better for the game um they did add a wired LAN port so if you are playing online that will help um but yeah I think that there needs to be a switch pro in the future where they like update not only like the processing like majority of the processing system um not necessarily like the graphics because i think it's fine as is it's just that joy con drift those are the two things that are mainly messing with a lot of people so um yeah if, if they make let's just say a switch pro announcement um i think i'll be waiting on that one even if it's towards the end of the lifespan of the of the nintendo switch i think it would be a lot more it would be more beneficial for me to get it than than to get this OLED model. But if you don't have a switch already, uh this might be yeah. uh something that you might look into. And
0: that's what only $50 more than like the current switch model.
1: Yeah, it, it's slightly more, but it's you get a better probably picture. a better yeah.
0: You get a better picture in the same Joy-Con drift. Come on, it's it, it's a it's a steal. Yeah, you still
1: have to buy extra Joy Cons later down the line, and that's my not thought our fault. The thing
0: about the Switch is like with the drift, like what happens with the Switch lights if you drift?
1: Yeah, uh, you're I have you're pro. Uh, you have to are
0: are, are on the Switch light train, but
1: you yeah, I have to just buy
0: a Pro controller at that point. <laughs> I did just buy a Pro controller to play um to play Borderlands because like my my Joy Cons are starting to drift again. My new ones. Um, and then like just playing with the joy cons on borderlands it just it doesn't feel right it's like i'm i can't aim nearly as well so i i bet the bullet and i bought a pro controller so
1: yeah yeah doing that and then also um what is it Mar- playing mario kart is so much different on a pro controller than it is on joy cons and i know that from experience i've been playing with um my sister's boyfriend is in town so we've been playing a lot of mario kart and yeah it gets intense and they get the two pro controllers and i get the i get the joy cons and it's not the same it's definitely not the same playing at a disadvantage kevin oh I, I got i gotta make it fair somehow <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, anyway, so moving on to like another gaming thing. Before we move on to the Overwatch stuff, Kevin, please explain to me what Bidoof Day was and why, out of all Pokemon,
1: Bidoof. Uh, it, it's just a big meme, really. Uh, I I don't know why Pokemon did it. Um, but I can I can figure this out real quick. The funny thing about there's a Bidoof. song too, right, for Bidoof Day. The,
0: like they even called him useless.
1: He is pretty, pretty useless. Um, but yeah, it it was just a meme. It was just like, hey, who? What? which Pokemon do people think is dumb? And they're like, okay, Bidoof it is. Um, I would have
0: gone more with Zig Zagoon over Bidoof, honestly. I'm just, yeah, because I, I, I really like my, I first started playing during the, the Hoenn era and just like the amount of goddamn Zigs or Zubats. Zubats.
1: yeah i think b has like a level of cuteness to it though i think that's the reason why they, they went with Bidoof. it's like it it may be dumb but like it's got some appeal to it um but yeah it was it was just a very random event i didn't i didn't understand it they were just like oh yeah well it's, it's june woo here's it's the end of june happy b day and we're like oh what and then they just threw a bunch of b at us and expected us to understand what's going on. But uh yeah, that they they went they went all in on b Um I feel like throwing
0: a bunch of things at us and expecting us to understand what's going on is just like typical of the Japanese entertainment industry and and America. It's like here, America, here is something that we enjoy. And America's like, Oh, okay, but we'll enjoy it too, I guess.
1: Yeah. And so on the topic of Pokemon, you know, Pokemon Unite is supposed to be set coming out on uh, in July, which is
0: Oh, that's soon.
1: Yeah, they said in July. And so every it's day July I wake up now and I I panic because I could be like 3 hours behind like starting the game, right? Um and then obviously with this trip, I'm not 100% like that's the biggest gamble it's like what if what if the day that it starts is when you're at Disneyland yeah it's like when I leave right and I'm like dude (laughs) I not have to sit here and watch people play the game and I can't even (laughs) like climb the leaderboards yet I just have to sit here and watch um but honestly like the um uh, the fact that that's all in my head. It literally is taking up space in my brain. I'm like, it's I want to play rent this game. Free. Yeah, uh, I wish I could live rent free. Uh, anywhere. Um, w- I will not be, be living rent free nice. soon.
0: I will be making a salary. So my mom's like, Hey, you making money now? You don't get to live rent free. Pay me rent. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna send this to you right now if I remember where I put it. It was here. Yes. Okay. Um, but they did show us a couple of the skins that they had, um, for the upcoming game. So there's a lot of them that I was looking at that I thought was like really, really cool. But, uh, hands down, I think the best one is Snorlax. If you guys ever <laughs> get around to seeing some of the previews of the new skins, um, yeah, Snorlax wins. So
0: to segue off that, we have we have new skins for overwatch as well so we are getting like as is now something we expect from the the overwatch league uh whenever we have a new um what's it called a new tournament a, tournament. a new whenever we get a new tournament um we are we get a a new skin for that tournament so this tournament is uh the summer showdown and we got an ana skin it's the Haroeris, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, but it's um, it's like part bird, part warrior. But it's it's supposed to be like the Egyptian god of like the sky. So it's uh, the I guess it's supposed to represent the sun and the moon. So the the red angry side, I guess, is the sun, and the other half is the moon. I guess for Anna, um, some people were kind of expecting this to not be an Ana thing, they were expecting a Lucio skin because apparently, I didn't really pay attention to this, but I I found this out today, but um, there was a trend. So, um, for the May Melee, there was a May statue that they were giving up for the Pickums and released whatever. So, there's the May statue, we got the May skin. Um, for the June Joust, there was a Widow statue, we got the Widow skin. And now for the Summer Showdown, it's a Lucio statue and an Ana skin? Very very interesting and like i don't i don't associate ana with summer that much i would associate maybe lucio more maybe torbjorn for booty shorts torb but i don't know maybe that like maybe they just had this ana skin waiting to to release at some point maybe they just wanted to to get rid of a, a lucio statue or something i don't know but like it really does go against that trend when you look at it
1: yeah, it's kind of kind of weird that that they did that. It would be really nice if they, you know, kept the theme going. Um
0: So what do, what do you think about this skin?
1: Uh, I th- I think it's solid. Um I I like the idea of another, you know, on a warrior like bird skin, but it's like kind of overlapping with the snow owl theme that we had uh from the winter skin. So, I mean, if you want a shinier snow owl, uh Go for it.
0: I like it, but also I am running out of my Overwatch League coins. So I'm probably gonna pass on this one. I don't know why I picked up the widow one, but I did. So that ran me out of some some coins. Um what, so another skin that came out is just like you're you're running the mill, like, oh, it's another tournament. Here you get a free skin just for watching. So this time it's diva. So if you, apparently if you watch enough hours, you'll get the skin. I've been watching every single one of the tournaments and I don't think I've gotten any of the skins yet. So I don't know what's wrong with what I'm doing. I'm like, I don't know. What skin do you think we might get for the next tournament, Kevin? Uh what
1: what is the title of the next one? It's the uh the next one is the countdown cup. Okay, so we're just approaching, you know, like the end, right? Yeah, this will be the last monthly tournament, right? Yeah, it's the
0: countdown cup, then we hit playoffs. So we might get a skin for playoffs. I'm not sure. Um, But it's, it's, we're summer showdown now, countdown cup, playoffs, and then grand finals.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah, I think we'll get one for the end of this. And then we'll probably get, once again, we'll probably get two for playoffs because they do that. uh, like that, the end of the league, like Pacific versus Atlantic. Oh, that's right. I forgot about those. So, I think. Wait, which one came first? Was it the tracer? Yeah, the tracer uh, Genji one came first, right? And then yes. it was then it was Mercy um, and Mercy Lucio. Yeah. Okay, so and then we got the tanks last year. So I think they'll go back to the DPSs this year. Um. And we'll probably get, you know, Atlantic, another Atlantic versus uh Pacific, like themed one. I gotta figure out what they're gonna do with it though. Um, and which characters. Uh I feel like they should have some sort of like similar role. I mean, if it was like I mean, Echo's been getting a lot of love recently. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing like Echo Fara um or something maybe maybe in soldier and mccree or something like that but we'll figure that out as you know we approach the cup but i do think that we're going to get a lot more skins um just by release calendar and if they're not going to release us you know new characters or anything uh at least they could give us skins to try to farm up
0: hmm i'm thinking maybe since it's countdown cup they might like thematically, maybe they'll do a tracer because like she's timey wimpy, wibbly, wobbly character. But then again, we have how many tracer skins at this point? So I feel like they would they'd probably skip over her. Maybe they'll pick like soldier or reaper because it's like they're old. So countdown because they're old. Or maybe a rhine skin would be fun. Um, but that that's my thought. They might pick like an older character because countdown. All right, so now for the I think this is our our last bit of news for the week, but it's like weird. It's really weird. So the Overwatch League is being investigated by the United States federal government over its soft salary cap. Now what that means is um, apparently uh, the Overwatch League how they've been running their their pay for their um, their players is. If the t- the team has has up to one point six million dollars to pay its players, every dollar over that one point six million, they have to pay the league an equal amount of money. So if like they pay one point six million and a dollar, they have to pay the league a dollar. If they pay ten dollars, have to pay league like ten dollars, and that extra money will be redistributed among the other teams. Um. And, and so the so the, there's this kind of it's not an official salary cap, but it's a soft salary cap. And this is uh, to note: this is not like a criminal investigation into the Overwatch League. I guess it's just like, hey, are you violating certain codes? So the the code in question that would be in violation was the uh, Sherman Antitrust Act. So um, what that act did was it it, it kind of protects against. Um, discouraging union cuz like th- these players aren't part of a union unlike other sports like uh the NFL there's a players union then the um the NBA there's a players union and like there's been talks about forming an esports players union for a while now but it's like it's always kind of just been whispers but apparently the antitrust act what it does is it prevents against um uh it prevents against like stopping competitive pay in favor of profit for the company it's been a while since i've studied this like so i don't actually uh know all the details like i did when i was back in AP as history but um yeah that's 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 pretty much the the gist of of this investigation um i don't know like how this is going to uh, affect how the league operates right now because like we i know i know it's important it's definitely important to play to pay the players it's important to to not to let them unionize it's important to like give them collective bargaining power or whatever but also like does the league have any money or or does this fall into the, the the area where it's like it doesn't matter because it's not the league per se paying them it's like the teams and like the owners and and the sponsors who who are, are putting that money in,
1: you know, mm-hmm. I I don't know if it will play into that. That is, is very true. Um, I understand like the U.S. government just stepping in and being like, okay, yeah, we have to regulate this so that we don't have a, we don't have teams that are just overpowered or anything. But the fact that like, I feel like the fact that they're even looking at us means that we kind of we kind of made it (laughs) like uh uh, i feel like that that's just that's just good like looking out though but if this does mean anything for the league it might mean that like you know some teams might start picking up crazier players and contracts because now they have you know a little bit of extra money when they're not paying over the cap
0: right right it's like and it's like is Overwatch League and, and like I know esports in general is, is insanely profitable, but like Overwatch League specifically, is there enough of, of a market there to like is if this goes through and I, I honestly I think it should, um, just because don't I mean like the competition is important and like right like restricting and regulating things is not always the best path, but like if this goes through um and, and they're allowed to like go above that that salary unit is there even is there even a demand or a market that much for overwatch league specifically to where you're paying over 1.6 million to
1: your your players yeah i don't i don't know if we'll ever get to that point but Uh i mean we had i feel like with the way how the valorant contracts have been recently I know it's a newer game and stuff like that, but uh, Tens was a million dollar man. Like his contract was a million dollars. Um, and I mean, we we were all hyped up earlier when it was, um, you know, Sinatra's contract was like 150,000, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a matter of, I feel like time before we have players that are worth, you know, that, that level of money. Right, um, right. And if it does get to that, then yeah, we have to we definitely have to look look out for that.
0: Right. And like okay, so how, how much do you think Overwatch players are like are earning like right now without this
1: um the removal of the salary cap? Probably I feel like the high end ones will probably make like low six like low six digits while meanwhile okay. like other players are probably making like mid five digits. So I, I don't think it's like too crazy in terms of like their, their contracts or anything. Yeah. It seems um, supposed to
0: have eight players, right?
1: Minimum. Yeah. Minimum
0: eight. Okay. So do, just doing the quick math on 1.6 divided by eight, that's like $200,000 per um player. If they're paying the minimum per player, or not, if they're paying average per player and they have a minimum of eight players, on average, each of them would ideally being paid equal get $200,000 each, which, I mean, in terms of sports, that's not a lot. Um, but esports is kind of new on the scene. So, I mean, I feel like that's that's a lot to be making to be playing Overwatch. Like I, I certainly, at this point, would not complain about making $200,000 a year to play Overwatch um but okay kevin so who do you think is the as of june as of june 2021 who do you think is the highest paid overwatch league pro and how much do you think they're making
1: Hmm. i honestly think that oh god that's tough because like there was the contract i feel like sparkle would probably have a really solid contract Um, and to consider that he was bought out from the Paris eternal last year, um, it might be relatively new. I do think, okay, so I'm, I'm just going to put a stab out there. I think that Carpe has the biggest contract. Um, Okay. Just for loyalty sake.
0: Final answer Carpe.
1: Yeah. All right. How much do you think he's making? Uh, I would say probably, yeah, um, I think he's probably making the same as when Sinatra was announced. So I would say, yeah, on a uh, 150K, I would say. Okay, okay. So keeping in mind
0: that, again, the, the average, if you had just a base eight player team with even salary throughout. Um, the ter- First, I'm looking at a list of the top 20 right now. I'll, I'll run through okay. them real quick. Um, so first is Rascal.
1: Okay. He's making,
0: I'm just going to round this up to the nearest 100,000. So 300, or, yeah, and then the hundreds of thousands. So it's 331,000 for Rascal. Strikers, second, 327,000. Smurf, 322,000. Troy Heobin, 319. Moth is 314. Super, 312. Dear God, Super's making that much to, to play Genji. <laughs> Violet's 308,000, Gesture is 290,000. That's a that's a quite a big drop between those two. Um Profit is 290, Twilight 267, um Bedosin 265, Fury is 222, Birdring is 208, Closer is 197, Noose is 188, Nevix is 180. Slime is 179, Saviobi, 176, Tayo 169, and Mono is 160. And those are just the top 20 for the Overwatch League.
1: Damn. So Carpe is not even listed. Yeah,
0: and also that's that's currently right now who's playing. So there might have yeah. been um, higher paid players previously, but yeah, there's a, there's a decent spread in there of, of players making above and below that 200,000 mark. So if, if this goes through Kevin, do you think we'll be seeing players ever make really above that point to like really make this, this, this regulation take effect, or is it just kind of going to be like a precautionary thing where it's like, if it ever got to the point where a team was paying over $1.6 million to its players, they wouldn't have to worry about like, trying to keep it under that so they don't have to pay this kind of luxury tax to
1: the league. I think it's more of a cautionary thing. It's like, um, they don't they don't want super teams to be formed. Like I understand that the league has final say in what they have, but if for example, like the shock tried to make or has created uh a, a style of super team that was like really strong for a couple years, right? Um they Like, I guess when it comes to contracts, they just don't want teams to be able to buy out the best teams and then make the league not competitive. Um, So in that factor, they should be able to, you know, put a salary cap on them and say like, okay, if you want to buy up all these players, you have to give the other teams, you know, some something in return.
0: I'm still wrapping my head around these numbers: three hundred thirty-one thousand for Rascal.
1: I mean, he's a, he's a good flex kiddo,
0: and even like at the bottom of this list, at twentieth place, Mono is making a hundred, pretty much one hundred sixty nine thousand dollars. It's like he's like forty one dollars and or he's he's forty dollars and seventy two cents away from making one hundred sixty nine a year. He's oh my god. Anyway, um.
1: <laughs> Any other news for us this week Kevin? Um not not a ton. Um there there wasn't a lot in you know the Overwatch League this week. Um it's been more focused on you know standings and how teams have been playing this week. Um other than that, you know, uh I have to panic about the the Pokemon game whenever that comes out. <laughs> If you're if you're a gaming company, please tell us a date. Uh I I hate I hate this. It's like like I, I wanna be prepared for this, but the fact that they're like, oh, this month, and I'm like, when? And they're like this month. <laughs> you're like you have no way of like figuring it out. So um I understand they they wanna they might wanna bug test a couple things, but please just like and just tell me what date you think you'll be ready.
0: Well, you have three more weeks in July to to hopefully (laughs) get
1: Yeah, three more weeks of curling up in a ball and hoping that they'll release the game.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, enjoy your ball curling, Kevin, and enjoy your your potential ball curling the rest of you. If you if you're fans of pokemon as much as kevin is um but thanks guys for tuning in this week if you haven't already take a listen to our interview episode with lindsey ely um really good insight into her writing process and learning how she constructed all of the the backstory for ash and mccree for the deadlock gang book um and yeah thanks guys for listening and we will catch you next week adios
1: Next week, we continue our gaming news and continue our coverage of the summer showdown. Thanks for
0: listening to this week's episode. If you like what you hear, please like, rate, and subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast platforms and follow us on all social media at Believe OWL. Questions or comments? Please send us an email at believeinowl at gmail.com. If you'd like to advertise with our show,